Keep your eye on this when it comes to Scott Satterfield. Our Locked On Bearcats, your daily podcast on the Cincinnati Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Well, here we go. Thank you so much for making Locked On Bearcats your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you listen to podcasts, including on YouTube. So don't forget to subscribe if you're watching us on YouTube and follow us to get an alert every time that we drop a new episode. My name is Alex Frank, your host each and every day here on Locked On Bearcats, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. It is it is Tuesday, May 30th. We are 32 days away from the University of Cincinnati officially being members of the Big 12, 95 days away from the season opener against Eastern Kentucky at historic Nippert Stadium. So thank you again to one of you who uh, it's been a <laughs> it's been an interesting start to the week. I had yesterday's episode posted, but then one of you pointed out to me on YouTube that I couldn't you couldn't hear me. And I was like, that's weird. I had my phone all the way up and I couldn't hear myself either. So I guess for some reason, my microphone was muted. So I hope that today is better. And let's just, I'm going to make what I had for yesterday, today's show. And again, thank you to all of the men and women who put their lives on the line for our freedoms and that includes my grandfather, who served in the Army. So thank you to him and all the brave men and women who put their lives on the line. And I am just still thinking about those who paid the ultimate sacrifice for our freedoms. And we, of course, think about them each and every day. The Cincinnati Bearcats landed Xavier Henderson over the weekend, a Florida transfer. I am really excited for this. And it makes me continue to realize how good of a recruiter Scott Satterfield is, particularly in the transfer in the transfer portal. I really think that Scott Satterfield, when all is said and done, we are going to, I think, already say that he is a better rec- that he is better in the transfer portal than Luke Fickle was. And that's not to say Luke Fickle didn't land quality players. Luke Fickle landed Luke Fickle landed guys like Luke Fickle landed guys like Ivan Pace. He landed Jawan Briggs. He landed Brian Cook. He landed James Hudson, Jerome Ford. All these guys have gone on to either be drafted by an NFL team or signed as an undrafted free agent. But there is there is immense belief within me that Scott Satterfield is going to, when all is said and done, be a better worker of the transfer portal than Luke Fickle is. I truly think when all is said and done, that's where we're at. The Bearcats are a fantastic program for any transfer to go to. Solid foundation, passionate fan base, now in a Power 5 conference. There is so much to like about where the University of Cincinnati is right now as a program. And think about what Scott Satterfield has accomplished in landing an offensive lineman from an SEC school and now a wide receiver from an SEC school. 
two positions in need, and you're able to get two players from the SEC. It really speaks volumes to who Scott Satterfield is. And I get it if you're still skeptical, but he hasn't coached a game yet. The Bearcats haven't played a game yet under Scott Satterfield. How can you conclude how he is as a head coach? All we have right now is recruiting, and he's already doing exceedingly well at that. Next year's class, highly rated. So appreciate what he's doing because this is a program that is really, really off to a fantastic start as far as those areas, recruiting and the transfer portal. And that is where college football is today. You look at Luke Fickle's rosters when he was here. There's not a lot of transfers. And again, he coached three seasons before COVID. And really the transfer portal has been more of a prevalence since COVID-19, which is fine. All I'm saying is Scott Centerfield has come in and has immediately made an impact on the transfer portal. And the fact that he's able to land players excuse me, at the caliber of a DeAndre Buford and Xavier Henderson and DJ Taylor and Emory Jones and Dorian Jones and anybody else that you can think of that he has landed. These Bearcats aren't going anywhere. These Bearcats are not going anywhere. All right, coming up, the power of moving on and how it took the Bearcats from good to great and a Power 5 conference. I'll explain after I explain to you how this episode of Lockdown Bearcats is brought to you by Built Bar. Looking for a delicious snack but don't want all of the sugar and calories? Then you need the best tasting protein bar ever built. You got to try this. If you're like me and you want to make healthier snack choices but you don't want to compromise on taste, I've got just the thing for you, Built Bars and Built Puffs. They're healthy and they taste amazing. Seriously, they taste so amazing. You won't think they're good for you. You got to try this. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they're all covered in 100% real dark chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievable flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and cookies and cream. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros. And what's even better is that they are healthy. Only 130 calories and 4 grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein. Built Bar, that is what makes them so good. Thanks for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen every day for you, everyday listeners on tomorrow's show. Athlon Sports projects the Bearcats to finish 13th in the Big 12 standings next year. I'll tell you why I like that, actually. And as far as the Bearcats being in the Big 12 and the Power 5 Conference, Wes, uh, I'm sorry, Well, Wes Miller is going to be talked about in segment three. But I was thinking about this last weekend. Because there are two things that happened. There are two things that happened. Excuse me. This past weekend. They made headlines around Cincinnati. Well, maybe three. One is Xavier Henderson. But two is... The two is the, I don't want to say bombshell report, but the eye-opening report into the University of Cincinnati and the Bone regime and the 
as Justin Williams and more detailed in the athletic, the toxic environment that was detailed that was detailed. And when I read that, I instantly gravitated to this. Because I remember November 2019 well. The Bearcats were celebrating their 200th anniversary, their bicentennial. Bearcats football was 7-1. Bearcats men's basketball was beginning their first season under John Brannon. Everything seemed great. Jaron Cumberland was named preseason All-American. Everything was seeming was going to seemingly click. And then all of a sudden, Mike Bone leaves for USC. Brandon Sosna goes with him. And then the feud between John Brandon and Jaron Cumberland starts. You could have taken either side. I took Jaron's side. But it just felt like you didn't really know where the basketball season was going to go, and you didn't know where the football program was going to go. Because they had just lost a guy who had campaigned hard, who had campaigned hard for the Bearcats to raise themselves as an athletic department, get the football program back on the map, win championships in the American, and maybe one day position themselves to be a candidate for a Power 5 school. And now all of a sudden, Mike Bone is gone, and the most popular athlete at the University of Cincinnati is benched by the head coach. And there's a lot of speculation. Well, at first it was Jaron didn't practice. But as the season wore on, I began to take Jaron's side. There is no reason why a player of Jaron Cumberland's caliber should be dropping in scoring with an offensive-minded head coach. He looked a shell of himself. And that wasn't good to see. The Cincinnati Bearcats, in that, that season, they won 20 games. How many of those games did you have to breathe a sigh of relief after? ECU on the road, USF on the road, Wichita State, Memphis, Temple at home, Temple on the road. A lot of games where you were just like, thank goodness. Illinois State, Valparaiso, UNLV. My goodness, the games go on and on. No game was easy that year. And what I remember most about that season and that time was thinking about where the Bearcats were going to go it seemed like they were going to be mired in mediocrity. 2020 rolls around. Bearcats had an unbelievably good football team, an utterly dominant football team. And yet, you could have said and have been right that the Bearcats had no shot of going to the college football playoff. However, they ultimately did. And you know why they have? Because John Cunningham was absolutely impressive with everything he had started to do and has done since. The Bearcats are in a great position right now. And again, when I read that report into the Bone regime, it made me realize that you can think everything is great on the surface of an athletic department, but then again, you just never really know. And when I think about the athletic department now, in John Cunningham, And how he's at every single game that you go to. 
his vision and his accomplishments. Two contract extensions for Luke Fickle. Hiring Wes Miller. Hiring Katrina Merriweather. Maybe eventually going to have to hire a replacement for Scott Guggins in baseball if he is fired. But you think about big hires. Scott Satterfield. John Cunningham has nailed them all. And he had to hire Wes Miller at a time where the program was in dire straits. Arguably at one of the most important times in the program's history. Coming off of a subpar season, four active players only on the roster, on four scholarship players on the roster. And somehow, some way, the Bearcats have dug themselves out of that hole. And you think about where the Bearcats have gone from group of five to the college football playoff to the power five. They are un- they are just as good as any team and any program in college football. Big time. Absolute big time. Now, and think about how the character of the athletic department. And I always, and again, before the report came out, I thought Mike Bone was a genuinely great guy with an ambitious mindset. I was a big fan of Mike Bone. I always thought he was going to get the Bearcats to great places. I I liked the hire of John Brandon. The fact that they hired a head coach that quickly spoke volumes to me at the time. And the fact that he hired Luke Fickle. And Luke Fickle became just as integral of a part of the athletic department as John uh, as Mike Bone. But again, you don't really know what goes on inside an athletic department. And as we found out, as we found out, there was a lot going on. And the Cincinnati Bearcats ultimately now are in a much better position than they were in 2019 because they now are at a are in a power five conference. Amazing, isn't it? All right, speaking of that, Wes Miller, and could he be the new face? of the athletic department. I'll get into that next here on Lockdown Bearcats. The more I watch Wes Miller and the more I hear him and the more I look into what he's accomplished and what he's ultimately going to accomplish, I truly think that Wes Miller has an opportunity to... I think he truly has the opportunity to be the new face of the athletic department because think about this. Even though Bearcats football has been the signature program at the university of recent, historically, it's men's basketball. And when it was, and the Jordan brand unis, well, now they're back. And Wes Miller, and you can say, and I've had people tell me this, he hasn't won the big game yet. And that's fair. But what he has done is the Bearcats won 18 games his first year. They won 23 games last year including two in the NIT. And they nearly went on the road into Utah and won a third. I mean, they were three wins away from winning the NIT. Now, I know that's not the standard for Bearcats basketball, but I am saying when you look at how a program is incrementally rebuilt, Wes Miller is doing just that. And I think when we look at the, the Cincinnati Bearcats, 
men's basketball program. And the fact that it's now in the Big 12, they're back to their to the Jordan Unis, which only 12 other programs in college basketball wear. It's unbelievable where this program can go. And the transfers that have been that have landed, that West Miller has landed. I don't think we truly understand. I don't think we truly understand. How how great he's doing. You can again say he hasn't won the big game. I get all of that. But I also understand that he is rebuilding this program. Having never even been to Cincinnati before coming here to be the head coach. That is what is amazing to me about this. The fact that he had never been a head coach. Or the fact that he had never been to Cincinnati. And he spent 10 years at UNC Greensboro. He comes to Cincinnati. He understands immediately the history of the program. Why? Brings DeMar Johnson onto the staff. And the fact that the Bearcats are at least now a competitive team. I mean, when they when they lost to Houston in that 21 championship game, what was going through your mind? My gosh, we look non-competitive. Everybody was like, well, just give John Brandon some time. No. Wes Miller came in at a time where he was needed. It's okay to, to see that an experiment's not working before it's too late. I've done that. And I think Wes Miller, you hear him talk, and you hear the relationship he has with John Cunningham and the charisma that he has. It's very, very reminiscent of Bob Huggins. And Mick Cronin had some too, but not like Wes Miller. Wes Miller's charisma is genuine. Wes Miller is very outgoing. He's very endoverted. That's the kind of guy that I want as the head coach. And I believe that you are going to see that this year with Wes Miller. And potentially when any player in any sport is thinking of coming to the University of Cincinnati. They, look, they, I think, Wes Miller can be a selling point. You come to Cincinnati and you play basketball with the Jordan Unis, same with women's basketball. You come to Cincinnati and you can wear Nike uniforms in football and that you have Wes Miller selling that to you. I'm not saying he's Bob Huggins, but he reminds me a little bit of him. All right, on tomorrow's show, the Cincinnati Bearcats projected 13th in the Big 12 by Athlon Sports. However, if you read their scouting report, it's actually a lot more positive than that. And I'll tell you why I like the Bearcats being picked to finish 13th. Plenty more to get to after tomorrow's show. Later this week, you're on Lockdown Bearcats. Down to three days a week next week. I'm on Twitter, Frankie underscore Natty with two N's, N-N-A-T-I, Instagram, Alex Frank, not underscore, and then email Alex3Frank at gmail.com. Thanks, as always, for making Lockdown Bearcats your first listen of every day, free and available wherever you listen to podcasts, including on YouTube. And as always, have a great rest of your day, and I'm back tomorrow right here on Lockdown Bearcats, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.